All right, good evening. Uh, straight into this because, uh, well, I want to cover a little bit of news and answer this question of mortgage crisis. There's been quite a few things in the news today um, which have a knock-on effect to potentially answering this question. And so I'd love to know what you guys think. I'm going to try and be as optimistic about this as possible because clearly bad news sales and my video yesterday is a prime example one of the best performing videos i've had in a while um but i don't want this to be overwhelmingly negative i think when we cover this type of news it is important to try to look for the solutions for the things that we can do as people as individuals and so that's what i'm going to attempt to do in this video so um mortgage crisis well there there could be a mortgage crisis if interest rates get out of control now let's just do a little bit of a background okay so if you look at the uh, mortgage rates are based on interest rates and when the mini budget was announced two weeks ago now just about two weeks ago the pound basically tanked which meant that the bank of england had to step in to buy government gilts uk government gilts which is government debt to prop up the value of the pound. If they hadn't have done that, there was a risk that the Bank of England would have to increase rates even further, and that would impact interest rates. Now, whilst they haven't increased interest rates themselves at the Bank of England, we have seen mortgage rates increase since the budget was announced a couple of weeks ago, and they've gone up quite a bit. We'll talk about interest rates at the moment. But let's start off with the Bank of England decision. What they were doing, they were buying UK government debt. And today, it feels like they flip-flopped. They said they were going to extend it, they were going to double it, but then they said that they're not going to. And I just want to share this uh, little clip here of the governor of the Bank of England. This is what he actually said. This is being reported today. So just uh, tune into this and listen to what Andrew Bailey had to say about this. We as the Bank of England, and I know not all central banks like this, have never bought index-linked gilts in our monetary operations, um, but we realised that for financial stability purposes, we, we had to do it, but we will be out by the end of this week. We think the rebalancing must be done. And my message to the funds involved and all the firms involved in managing those funds, you've got three days left now. You've got to get this done. Um, because again, part of the essence, I think, of a financial stability intervention is that it is clearly right. temporary. Okay, so basically what he's referring to there is he's just reiterating that the bond buying uh, program that they that they started, what, a week and a half, almost two weeks ago, is going to end this Friday. And when he's talking to the funds right there, what he's basically saying is, well, look, a lot of the pension funds are big buyers of UK government debt. If you're going to rebalance, you've got three days left to basically rebalance uh, all of your portfolios, so on and so forth. So the message is very, very clear from that point of view. Now, it's interesting to see, and I'm just going to bring this up in a moment as well, because this is a uh, this is really, really important. It's interesting to see where the pound is right now. So this is a live chart of the pound at the moment. So the pound is at a pound and 10 against the dollar. Now, <laughs> Look at this. I mean, this is just crazy. I mean, this is yesterday, by the way. We saw the pound go down to what, 109. It was down here. Can't see what that is now, but we're 
we're we're resurging right now. So we're with a pound ten. Now, when the the bond buying process ends this Friday, it's going to be really interesting to see what happens to the pound. Does the pound actually manage to keep the values, maintain the values at one pound ten, and kind of go up? Or will will we see the pound go back down to like a dollar, a pound three to uh, for a dollar? We don't know that just yet. There's a little bit of uncertainty. Now the fear is that if by the time this bond buying program actually ends on Friday, we see that the pound starts to tank even further, then there is likely going to be an intervention from the Bank of England in regards to interest rates. And that is going to push up interest rates even further than where they are right now. So let me just share this one with you as well, because this is interesting. This is reporting on um, on mortgage rates specifically. So on Monday, it said that the average two and five year fixed rate mortgage are continuing to climb above 6%. Across all deposit sizes, the average two year fixed rate mortgage on the market on Monday had a rate of 6.31%. That's according to moneyfacts.co.uk. And the average five year fixed rate is 6.19%. It's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. So if you consider the fact that you know, the interest rates and the, and the projected um, territory that we're going to be in before the mini budget was around about 4%. Now looking at climbing above 6%, but we're already seeing mortgages at 6%. And as it said there, across all deposit sizes, the average two-year fixed rate is 6.31. It's mad. For a five-year, it's 6.19. So... <laughs> There are 2 million mortgages that are going to be coming up for renewal by the end of next year, 2 million. And those will include people like myself, where I'm fixing at 1.49. And so what people are going to be faced with is potentially this risk of coming off a very low, low rate mortgage and going into a fixed rate mortgage that could be in the region of 6%, if not a little bit higher, if the pound continue to slide on Monday after this bond buying program ends. And there needs to be an intervention around interest rates from the Bank of England. There is a real risk here. And essentially, this is the risk. And I kind of explained it in one of my previous videos. But let's talk about it here again, because I think it is important. What we're seeing here is potentially the risk that people are going to be underwater. People are going to be selling their homes because they simply cannot afford to be in their homes. Now, many people will say that, that would be good for the property market, but it's going to be bad for people. It's going to be bad for households generally. And one of the main issues here is that as interest rates continue to rise, yes, we've got a cap on the unit price of our energy costs at the moment. But if you are in a household where you're using a lot of energy, your energy prices could still be more expensive than it was. I mean, they already are more expensive than they are than they were last year, but they could e be even more expensive. You then factor on fuel costs because OPEC reduced the number of barrels that they're producing by, they cut it by 2 million last week. We're going to see an increase in, in, in prices on when it comes to fuel, potentially in the next week or so. We're also going to see that impact food. So what we're seeing is, everything is increasing around us. And now we're in a situation where there's going to be 2 million households in the UK who are coming out of fixed rate mortgages, looking at mortgages that will be four, five times what they were paying previously, potentially. Now, that wouldn't necessarily be an issue if debt wasn't 
in this equation as well. So there will be a lot of people who have credit card debt, car payment debts, uh, overdrafts, personal loans. The more debt people are laden with and people have taken out a lot of debt to deal with the cost of living crisis, this is essentially going to be pretty much the nail in the coffin for a lot of people when it comes to just being able to manage their finances as a whole. It's a really, really tricky situation and a really, really tricky thing to to navigate. And so if you've been paying attention to the news over the last kind of couple of days or so, you've probably heard the likes of uh, Martin Lewis essentially um, kind of advocate and ask for, and I guess reiterate the importance and the need for a mortgage emergency plan. Um, I'm just going to play a clip of him. This is what he had to say on Monday. This Look is on at Good Morning forcing Britain. the banks with the extra money they're making by putting mortgage rates up and not putting savings rates up at much stronger forbearance measures for people who can't pay. Now, if they can do that by Christmas, by Christmas it needs to be done, then we probably won't need a bailout next spring if interest rates go up as predicted. Mm. But if they don't get their skates on and do it quickly, then we may be in the position where the only way to sort this out, as we ended up with energy because the warnings were not heeded in time, is that we're going to have to start throwing money at it. There is time. Yeah. There is time. If you're watching, this is proper serious. If you're watching, regulator, Bank of England, government, you need a mortgage emergency plan now or there's a ticking time bomb. Call That's us on my it. opinion of you. Right. So that's Martin Lewis. That was on Monday on Good Morning Britain. So what is he talking about there? So what essentially what he's explaining there is or what he's proposing is that the government essentially says to the banks, right, so interest rates are going up. You are increasing mortgage rates, but savings rates are still down here. So that means that you're making more money here, but you're not giving as much back to savers on the other hand. And what they're basically saying there is in some way forcing the banks to use the profit that they're making to, I guess, give better uh, measures or options for people if they come up to the point where they are going to be struggling to pay their mortgage. That's essentially what he's proposing there. Now, will that work? Is that something that could that could practically work? Possibly. I mean, does the government want to be in a position where they they are prescriptive to the to the banks to say you have to do this? One would think that they would have the the goal to do it if if it if it comes to that. And I think we probably will be getting into a territory where it will come to that. But that is yet to be seen. Whether they will look at this, I don't know. Now, Quasi Quarteng is supposed to give a further breakdown of obviously the budget. Uh, I think he said he was going to do it by the end of this month. There'll be a lot of eyes and ears on that because the detail around the the the, the current announcements in the mini, mini budget will come apparent right there. But I think he's going to be under pressure as well to essentially provide a little bit more information about what he's going to do here. Now, what some people have been um, suggesting for him to do is to basically put a cap on or a, a freeze on interest rates rising for a period of time which on the surface of it sounds practical. It sounds like something that could work and is needed. However, you have to remember the fundamental reason why interest rates have been going up, and that is to combat inflation. Now, if inflation continues to rise, and that's going to be another thing that people are going to be paying attention to, 
the latest uh, inflation rate numbers, if that continues to rise, the bank limiting kind of doesn't have a choice but to increase interest rates. So we're in this really messed up cycle of just horrible, just shit, really, to be honest. Interest rates going absolutely mad because of inflation. And because of the mini budget, we've now got interest rates impacting mortgage payments. And now with the, the, the amount of debt that we all hold as households here in the UK, that now means that people are being squeezed even further. And it's this vicious cycle. The question is, does the government step in to bail out people who have mortgages? Is that the role of government? I'd love to, I'd love for you guys to tell me what you think in the comments. But as Martin said there, if nothing happens before Christmas and we get into spring next year and these fixed rate mortgages start rolling off because they need to be renewed and then these people are, people are having to be mortgaged at 6 7%, effectively taking a huge increase on the mortgage, defaults will basically increase, which is bad news for the banks, it's bad news altogether. How does the government actually step in? Does, do they throw money at it? And if so, where does the money come from? Because we've already, we're already borrowing a lot of money to deal with the energy cost crisis for the next two years. And we're not solving the fundamental problem that I've spoken about so much on this channel. And not only does the do these interest rates increase in impact people's monthly payments, it's also going to impact people who might be wanting to remortgage. So remember, when you're remortgaging, you still have to go through affordability checks. So if you've got a lot of debt, which was manageable for you when interest rates were super low, when interest rates increase, if you still got the same level of debts, all of a sudden your affordability goes out of kilter and you could find yourself potentially in a position where actually you're stuck. You're stuck. You can't be mortgaged. You're stuck on the standard variable rate. Interest rates continue to go up. That is a potentially really, really bad situation to go into. And so I said this on one of my videos last week when I was talking about, um, you know, should you ditch your fixed rate mortgage? I think it's really, really important right now. And this is where we get to the practical stuff. And I'm going to reiterate this because the, the boring, mundane, foundationary stuff gets spoken about a lot. And I think sometimes we just kind of glaze over it like it doesn't really make any difference, but it's a huge, huge catalyst, huge part of what we should be thinking. Day-to-day -day money management is absolutely key. Debt. If you have debt, you need to seriously think about how you're going to start structuring your debt to ensure that you get it into a strategy where you can start offloading that debt or at least make it a little bit more manageable from an interest rate point of view. Really, really important. If you've got a mortgage, you've got spare cash. If you're not inclined to pay your early repayment charge, and I would encourage you to go watch the video from last Tuesday, ditching your fixed rate. If you're not inclined to pay the early repayment charge, then overpaying your mortgage so that by the time you get to remortgage, you've got less to remortgage. That's going to save you money and interest on the long run. You should definitely consider start to, 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 to begin to do those kind of things immediately. Like we cannot afford to sit on our hands and just kind of like chill and see what's going to happen. We need to be really, really proactive. And so this live, I guess I want it to be as inf as informational as possible and informative as possible, I should say. Um, but let's not be under any illusions that we're in for a really, really tough ride. And if you don't take action right now, 
it could potentially cost you in 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 the short term and certainly in the long term as well i i i'm a i'm a half glass full type guy not half empty and so whilst we have to look at the stark reality of what is going on and look at it for what it is i do want to in, you know kind of encourage people inspire people to say look you don't have to bury your head in the sand please don't bury your head in the sand if you need help ask for help um I do one-on-one coaching. I'm thinking I might just do a group um, session at some point, maybe via uh, Zoom or something like that, where we can actually just get together and really have a look at some questions and maybe some scenarios in terms of helping people. But if you are in a mortgage right now and you're trying to figure out what you should be doing with your mortgage, let me let me advise you straight off the bat, you need to speak to a mortgage advisor immediately. Go speak to a mortgage advisor. Generally, they're free to speak to. They won't charge you for that initial conversation and see what your options are. Do not, do not rest on your laurels. Don't just wait and see what's going to happen. Please take action right now. Um, that was it for this live. I wanted to be relatively short. Didn't want it to be this long, um, but I wanted to get all the information out there. Let me know what you think. How does the government intervene with this? Does the government intervene? Do you think it's right that the government intervenes? If you do think the government should intervene, how? Where's the money going to come from? I'd love to know what your thoughts are because I have all these ideas in my head um, and I'd like to see whether I'm actually alone in my thoughts. But I appreciate you guys. Thank you so much for joining me. It's Wednesday evening. I will catch you later on during the week. Cheers.